Hey, welcome to the program. Look at those numbers. 111 cases. 111. That is a low number. And check out this number. 30,780 tests. Amazing. That is a great number. I believe that is the record number. I don't think we've seen a number like that in terms of testing. Not only do we have the testing going up, but we have the numbers going down. All of that is great, great news. Here's uh, something not uh, so great. Have you seen the Florida numbers? Florida numbers. 8,942 cases in the last 24 hours. The previous record was 5,500. That was set two days ago. Numbers are spiking in Florida. And I can also tell you that the NBA now reporting that a number of players, and not identifying them, but a number of players that have been tested heading into the uh, the the bubble, as it were, in Florida to play in the NBA, they've tested positive. That throws that all up in the air, up into questions. Like, let's go to Florida for a sports tournament. That doesn't seem wise. That doesn't seem right. Here's something else that doesn't seem right. You know what's going on right now? The judgment in the trial of the two brothers accused of assaulting DeFonte Miller That's going on right now. And you can, if you like, you can dial that bad boy up on a YouTube channel and you can you can listen in, you can watch, and right there on the screen, you get you got the judge, you got the defense attorney, you got the prosecution, you got the accused. Right there. You watch it. You know what I can't do? I can't play it for you. I can't play it. I can't I can't give you a clip from it. I can't play any of it. I mean, I tell you what's being said, but I can't play it for you. So you can watch it, but I can't broadcast it. Does that make sense to anyone? This is the Canadian justice system in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, if it wasn't COVID, you wouldn't be able to watch it. You'd have to actually physically go to the court, line up, go into the courtroom, because, of course, they don't allow cameras in the courtrooms. But now, because we've got a pandemic on our hands... Well, now you can actually watch the, the proceedings and you can, you can actually see it yourself. And you think to yourself, why don't we have that all the time? Why don't we just have that all the time? What, would, what is the downside of having some transparency in the legal system, in the court system? I go on and on about this. This country is steeped in bureaucratic secrecy. Everybody's got their little fiefdom and nobody wants to let the public in. I'm not letting you in. I can't tell the public... The great unwashed? <laughs> no, we can't let them know. I'll tell you something. As a court reporter for many years, I ran up to this, into this all the time. So what would happen is you'd go to the court record office and you'd say, I'd like to see the uh, transcripts and the file on such and such a case. And they'd say, well, who are you? I said, well, I'm with Global News. I said, well, you, you, no, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't have it. I said, it's a public document. You don't have to go and ask your boss. It is a public document, and there is a culture of secrecy in this country and in our court system, and it does not do well for justice, and it doesn't doesn't engender the kind of confidence in our system. This is why we have communities that are saying, I don't believe the police, I don't believe the SIU, I don't believe anybody, because you're all secretive, and you're not necessarily telling the truth. Of course, the big story today, we're watching this right now as the judge is reading his judgment 
into this case that uh, this is an incident that happened on December 28, 2016. It involves an off-duty police officer, his brother, and a black man they accuse of breaking into their father's car. Now, a couple of notes on language here because I'm a bit of a stickler for this kind of a thing. I'm a stickler. This is not a verdict. Not a verdict. You can't, don't say verdict. Don't say that. Because there's a difference between a verdict and a judgment. If a judge tries tries the case, then it is a judgment. If a jury tries the case, then it's a verdict. So this is this is a judgment. Okay, now that we have that out of the way. Here's another thing that this is not. This is not the DeFonte Miller case. Mr. Miller is not on trial. Nor, in fact, are the police on trial, nor are race relations on trial. Michael and Christian Terrell, they are on trial. And the issue is not whether or not DeFonte Miller was actually robbing cars, although that is central to the case, and we're going to get to that. The issue is, are the brothers guilty of assault and obstruction of justice? What is going on outside of the courtroom? Shalima Maharaj, is our global news reporter, is live on the scene. What's happening outside the Oshawa courtroom right now, Shalima? going on in support of DeFonte Miller. We've got people outside who've been chanting. You actually just missed a quick chant there. They were going on saying white silence is violence. Silence is compliance. Uh, We've seen a number of signs up here, justice for DeFonte. That is very much what they are looking for today. And of course, we are waiting that judgment. It is a very lengthy judgment, about 62 pages. And so we're only halfway through that in this virtual reading. So that judgment will be made available online following uh, its full reading of the decision, of course, that everyone is waiting for. There were some times, actually, where people were huddled around one another, sort of waiting, listening in, seeing what they could check. They were going through what some of those charges entailed. So, for instance, the aggravated assault that we're looking at, the Crown had been arguing that that was for, uh, for um, causing a a significant injury, wounding and maiming in particular. And obviously we've seen the photographs of DeFonte Miller and the damage that was done to his left eye, which eventually had to be surgically removed. He suffered injury to his right eye as well, fractures uh, as well to his wrist and broken bones in his face. So people out here on this monitor, they've been very, very vocal. They want to see justice today. And that is why they have continued to show up. In fact, throughout the morning, they've been here right from 830 onwards and we've continued to see people coming in here the crowd swelling people here at the mic offering words uh you know leading people in a real chorus of prize uh shalima what what i mean what do we expect to have happen later i guess that's the million dollar question obviously we're, we're waiting for the, the the decision from the judge i mean what kind of size of crowd do we have there and and you know how angry does the crowd seem you know, there are some times where people seem to get, um, they were pretty uh, pretty fired up. Uh, there was one moment, actually, uh, where even us as media members, we were sort of asked to take a step back. Um, and when we were out there, a lot of the, uh, the tone of the discussion and of the chanting, I mean, it's really just rousing some very passionate cries from people who are here. They are determined to see this through, to stick it out, to listen in, and to, to be here even when the outcome is revealed. That, of course, we still don't know. Likely we'll be seeing something maybe around 2.45 or so. Um, I think a lot of the people that we have been able to talk to this morning, you know, they've been coming out here with signs that they've crafted. 
messages that they've crafted that they just want to be seen and they want to be heard. Certainly, we've seen the images and heard the sounds of the unrest down south. And of course, here in Canada, we've seen our own protests. Um, and so they believe that, you know, being here is not only shining a greater light on this case, which already had a great deal of attention circulating, they also want to be able to continue to generate a lot of attention to the broader issue that has been really at the forefront. All right, Shalima Maharaj is our Global News reporter who is on scene in Oshawa, and we'll see you report tonight on Global News at 5.30 and 6. Shalima, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Take care. You too. So what is this trial about? It's about a lot of things, isn't it? It's, even though I listed the things that it is not about, it is not really supposed to be about the police, although we are dealing with an off-duty police officer who, in the evidence that was uh, the agreed statement of fact that was read over by the justice this morning, it is clear that the off-duty police officer acted very much like he was an on-duty police officer when he tackled Dafonte Miller, and much of the evidence is going to be around whether or not Mr. Miller was actually in the car and and sealing things from the car, but the key is who struck whom with that metal pipe, and that is going to be key to the evidence today. We are watching that for you. We will bring it to you as we get the information. We will take you back to Oshawa for reaction from that crowd in that somewhat angry crowd, and as Shalima mentioned, at one point, you know, the press was just said, told, get back, turn off your cameras. So it is a heated situation unfolding in Oshawa.